everyone. Uh, my name is Shaylee Sankala. Welcome back to Crossroads Initiative podcast. Today we have a special guest, Kevin Kempt, and I'll just let him start by introducing himself. Hello, I'm Kevin Kempt. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'm 15 years old. I make content on TikTok along with music on other platforms. Um, content I make used to be centered around uh, relatively more like emotional content. Now it's just generally more like slice of life kind of thing. Nothing else. And super. yeah. That's super cool. And I guess I like when I've seen your content, it seems like a lot of it is humor based. But have you ever felt scared that something you might post get a lot of hate? Yes. Um. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I... I've been think I would think, you know, how would this be received? Is it polarizing? Would I lose some of my audience? Especially when you first get very, if you get a lot of attention, you get some people that you will agree with, that agree with a lot of your opinions and people that won't agree. So, you know, it was never something where it's like, I think I've had to, definitely overcome that hurdle because I used to be very scared. Okay. And how did you kind of overcome it, I guess? Well, you, especially with something as, as great as, uh, as a big in size as TikTok with the amount of users it has, you have to kind of come to a conclusion that, you know, it's much better if I'm expressing who I truly am and having 10 people, uh, you know, be actively agreeing with it than to get thousands of likes on every post, but not necessarily feel like I'm uh, really being authentic. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, have you ever like, uh, was there ever like a moment where you've had to deal with hate on the app? Um, yeah, when I first got very... Um, when I first got a lot of attention, I mean, whenever people get attention, they you're, it's never going to be all good or all bad. It's going to be a very big mix. Some people just generally don't like, um, some people have bad days and they don't know how to take it out. So they'll, you know, send like a rude DM, say something bad about my friends or me. Um, but I think no matter who you are, no matter how great you are, you're just going to have that happen to you. So I don't take it too personally. Yeah, for sure. And have you has it ever ex uh, affected your mental health? Um, it did. It got very overwhelming. I used to have a server on this uh, on a Discord. It's like a application both on mobile uh, computer. It's sort of like to build communities, and it was very stressful to manage that because there'd be a lot of issues, a lot of polarization, stuff like that. But I actually recently deleted that because um, I believe, like, as much as you want to be authentic on social media, you have to have bound boundaries. And mm -hmm. I think you don't want to, you want to be, you want to control your social media. You don't really want the social media to control you. Yeah, of course. And can you kind of, I guess, tell me your journey with social media? Well, I've always been on social media. If you go on my 
Instagram, there's uh, I figured out I made it in maybe 2013. And at the time I was only like eight or so years old. So I, I have always been on it. Haven't really had any presence on it till extremely recently, maybe August, uh, August 2020. That was when I really started picking up. And I from there, I was definitely more of like a people pleaser. I would make the content, you know, I knew would do well, do it for a while until it like fell off. Um, And that's where I started really getting into this like numbers game. Um, I'm just very Mm -hmm. in like I I got very into, you know, how well it was doing. I was losing followers. It wasn't a gain. It was an uphill battle. And I wasn't liking even what I was posting. So I had to sort of... um, take i've i take i've i've taken breaks before i've taken time i've you know met a lot of people dropped a lot of those mm-hmm. people and it's just it's over it, it's not it's never like a clean process but it is definitely one that um it, it's not i don't regret it mm-hmm. and i've always like i cuz i've always wanted to make content cuz i've always i've never really had a ton of like friends I've always been Mm -hmm. very like um not like isolated I not like purposefully isolated but I don't know I was not very good at it so I've always thought like I can make I could try making people happy through this um medium which is social media and that's really like all it's been about it's really you know now it's uh, some of the ventures like music do do make money but it really isn't about that i've just always wanted to be like some sort of like influence and um lean towards being a positive one at that Mm -hmm. yeah that's super cool and you kind of talked about the community that you had on tiktok uh i guess what do you think about the community you had earlier in comparison to the one you have right now well there's always benefits and downsides I think the one I had before was definitely full full of people where I didn't um a lot of their views I just I didn't really they just didn't line up with mine I mean nothing really political though but like I would see sometimes um comments that would be like racist or sexist and uh it'd be really odd like I I could be on a random video uh, see a very sexist comment and then see that the person that wrote it's following me and I would think you know is this really the community I have and it would kind of mm-hmm. like tear tear me down I just uh, I'd be a little disappointed um now mm-hmm. I have it's kind of gotten a little smaller because of that because of me you know being very clear about here's my opinion on this here's my opinion on that and mm-hmm. I think honestly it's helped me a lot um there's still obviously like sometimes there's things that uh, make me uncomfortable like when there's someone super young fault like because I've never I'm not against it and I don't say anything like awful I, I don't even really swear in TikTok so, uh, mm-hmm. I just at the same time though it's odd to think um, someone that young is even getting any influence from anyone on TikTok yeah but I would much rather prefer this community because I think it's a more mature like more in line with what I believe and I don't only want yes men but at the same time um I don't want an audience I feel like I have to fight with (laughs) yeah for sure and I guess what's your kind of opinion on cancel culture 
my opinion on cancel culture, it's a very complicated thing because uh, cancel culture is a blanket term for for a lot of bigger things. I mean, you you see it. the The thing about cancel culture is that every it's not like a uh, it, it's not a an internet or stardom wide thing because every every person has their own um, community and mm-hmm. how they will be perceived and how they're expected to act is kind of based on their community. Um, for example, some creators who uh, lean towards having a audience that is more um, like uh, that is less keen on social issues, maybe a little bit um like possibly has some prejudices in them, like might not even know it, but they're like racist or homophobic. If that person uh, gets caught saying some sort of slur, I think their their audience would be much more likely to for, like not forgive them. They might not even pay mind to it. But someone that's really built up their brand and like their audience is much people that are much more keen on social issues. If they um, do something like that, they're going to lose a lot of their audience. Mm-hmm. And but the thing is, I, I believe that cancel culture isn't honestly an awful thing i just it definitely depends on how it um on what it is for uh and it definitely is a hard it's it's a hard it's a hard conversation to have because it's a it's a matter of how long how how long do does someone deserve to lose their career for how long does it take for someone to truly learn from their mistake or is someone to be trusted if they've made a mistake? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's just so hard to say like, uh, what's your opinion on cancel culture? Um, when I think like empathetically, I think there's things I probably said maybe two, three years ago that I would never want to be like brought up uh, never want mm-hmm. to be like exposed because they're like not, they're things I'm not proud of anymore. I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I, and I think if those resurfaced, it'd be a completely different story. I think um, someone getting, someone having like a leaked text or audio from when they were maybe 11 wouldn't, isn't as big of a deal as maybe some actor who's in their like 40s saying it less than a year ago. It's It's yeah. definitely a situation based. And even then there's still conversation to be had. For sure. And have you or any of the people around you that you've connected with kind of dealt with this? Um, yeah, I won. Uh, the, yes, the, um, I don't I'm not going to name but this creator I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I know what did was caught saying something very like uh, something not like pretty insensitive um mm-hmm. but at the time they were only around like 12 or 11 or like 12 or so so mm-hmm. at first it was a lot of you know rant like um bombarding of uh like people saying you know I will not support you I'm going to leave I can't I, I can't believe I ever supported you but then it was people kind of coming to this conclusion like hey that this was one long ago and two this person isn't even this person's brain is still developing it's also a reason why i don't recommend a lot of people to 
put out too much of their personal life or be um or even try to be like super uh, try to have an edgy presence on the internet at least before they're old enough to have a developed brain that can understand what they're about to do because it's same reason we don't allow a lot of kids to do a lot of things Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and I guess based on your experiences from what you've seen with other people and everything what's a message you have for teenagers who are also I guess looking for fame through TikTok or just people who use the app in general I think if you're looking for fame through TikTok I think you should reconsider why you're you're even on it because as much as when when your only goal is fame, you're gonna do. You're probably gonna end up doing something awful, regrettable. Because uh, it's easy to become. It's easy to get famous. It's easy to get famous for a little bit, but um, a lot of times it's not worth it. <laughs> uh, people mm-hmm. do some awful things just for a step ahead. And if you and you don't want to be in the position where you've done something like that and you're like reflecting on what you know who you've become or what you've done but if you're just a teenager in general that uses the app I think don't compare yourself to anybody don't uh and don't get don't try not to get jealous of anyone because you'll see some you know no matter what especially with an app like TikTok it's really easy to say you know look at that guy how come I can't get I, I can't, you know, when I do this, this, I don't get famous. This guy's doing this. He gets famous. Or, you know, a lot of people will be like, this person's so pretty. I No wonder they're so popular. I don't, I'm not popular. I must not be pretty. Or I must not be funny because I'm not popular. This person makes jokes. I make jokes. It's very um, toxic. And a lot of people end up in that mindset. So I would recommend just mm-hmm. kind of being understanding that, hey, you're on an app with a very, you know, an algorithm that it's not extremely easy to overcome you're on an app with a ton of people and you're going to see people that make you jealous people that make you uh grateful all of the above so make sure you don't let that influence how you think about your own life yeah, that is an an amazing message, I feel like, especially for the teen audience, because a lot of people let what they see on social media and everything control them. And um, I think it's important to kind of put it out there that not everything is how it seems. So thank you so much, Kevin, for oh, joining us today. And I love talking to you. Do you have anything else that you would like to say to the audience before we wrap things up? Um, I would just like to say thank you for listening. that sounds great um thank you so much and that's pretty much all right